got in trouble. One of the comments. <gasps> what was very, the comment? Very, very aggressive. Put those damn phones away. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and I'm about to give a crack chat. I it's think okay. I'm good. I'm good. You, I'm look good. Good at, you look good in your mumu, baby. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I sat down in front of the camera. I was like, I look a little puffy. I'm no, not pregnant. No, you look beautiful as always. Don't you dare pregnant. say anything about being pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to we're, the... We're healthy and I'm pregnant. No, oh I'm kidding. Oh my God, dude. Are you kidding me? Again, pick cherries. If you want to make sure that everybody thinks that Renee's yeah. pregnant, you could click, you could, you could pick that cherry right there and then send it to people. People go like, oh my God, did Renee say she's pregnant? In my out memory. of context yes <laughs> out of context um well hello hello good morning i'm, I'm very excited are you well yeah we, we're going to florida tomorrow and i am too we're gonna fish and and i love the hot weather and, and here in texas it was like yay a week of hot weather and then all of a sudden boom, it got cold this week got, for our spring got, break here <laughs> it got cold for for spring break so uh, i'm ready to go to florida i'm very excited yes um we did you're doing naples and then west palm beach back to back yep so we'll be in florida for two weeks and and for this one the kids are coming uh-huh because uh, it is spring break and we plan on doing the beach thing and the get the some family time in swimming pool thing and mm -hmm. fishing and all the good stuff and then Next week, we're going to finish up. We're, we're filming a show for um, A&E called um, Addiction Unplugged. Yep. And we filmed a bunch of stuff at Helicopters for Heroes. And then we're going to follow up in Palm Beach. So Renee is going to come out there for one day um, to spend time Although, with thank God, Lori just caught that my tickets are booked for the wrong day. I'm going to be both in uh, Marco Island and West Palm Beach, according to my plane tickets this oh, weekend. Man. So after I this, I have to... Get on the phone and oh, yeah, fix you my fixed ticket. I haven't fixed my ticket oh, yet. Shoot. I thought I did it through the app, but I don't think it worked. Well, I, I fixed mine. And sometimes, like, there's so much going on. You know, thank God for Lori. Lori's the one that, that caught that it. That caught the mistake, you know, yeah. And, and she was like, hey, are you going to Palm Beach or Naples? Because it says you're going to both. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Um, so luckily, and I've noticed, like, when, when I deal with customer service, uh -huh. you know, if, if I admit my mistake... They're usually kind. They're very nice. I go, I go. I called her up. I said, "Man, I said I screwed up. I made a mistake. I was not paying attention. Can you help me?" And and usually when you're nice, people want to help you. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm sure they look at your travel log and all the flights that you book and understand how sometimes that mistake. I just happen. like I don't know how much <clears throat> I have to travel and how much I have to spend to get fucking concierge key. <laughs> like, I, like, what do you? I, I want to meet I these think you, people. You write a Google review, Steve. I mean, it, like after this, it's private. So, are there any concierge keys? Like, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I I screwed up, but we got it fixed. Then you have to fix yours. Yeah, I gotta fix mine. I'm very excited to be going to um, Naples. Yeah. And I mean, we haven't traveled together as a family in a while. It's been at a least while. It, at least it feels like it. I can't I can't remember. For us, it feels like it's been a while. I'm trying to think the last time um, that we traveled, but oh, it New Year's. That's right. That's right when Delilah like fell and bled all over your shirt on the way to the yep. show. Yeah, That's that was, right. It was New Year's in, in, in Miami, or no, uh, Dania Point uh -huh. is the last time. So here we are three months later. And it's just been tough too because, you know, we really try to be selective about where Garrett travels and what we do because he only gets a certain amount of excused absences. That are not like with a doctor's note. But man, this last month he missed so much school. Yeah. Because of of um, him not 
feeling well. Yeah. You know, I think this last time the doctor just wrote him a note that was like out all week, unless it feels better. Yeah. Cause it was, it was one of those like, Oh my gosh, poor kid. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited about going to Naples last weekend, Friday, Saturday. Um, I was in Columbus, Ohio. And then, um, it was a Is Columbus. I couldn't remember. Cause I, I couldn't remember if I've done Columbus with you. Is that the one where they have the rock and roll hall of fame? No, that's Cincinnati. No. Wrong again. (laughs) Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. And I don't want to say all because then Ohio fans are going to get upset. Um, They have uh, Ohio State. I don't know football. Columbus, Ohio is where... Well, it's not football. It's a university. Oh. It's not about football. It is... They have... Ohio State is in Columbus, which is... If if I'm correct, I think it's one of the biggest schools population-wise in the country. And that puts them in like... Wow. Over 100,000 students or something crazy. So the campus is massive. It's huge. It's huge. So went there. Um, uh-huh. Does it feel like a college town when you're no, there? Columbus no. Is, Columbus is a very nice, small city. Yeah. It reminds me of like a, um, I don't know, like in between Corpus and San Antonio, kind of. Okay. You know, not as not as small as Corpus, but mm-hmm. not as big as San Antonio, but... Um, very, I mean, very, very nice. Uh-huh. You know, it's very clean. It's very nice. The where, where I perform is a um, a nice little area. Yeah. Um, and then I, there's a guy, and I hope he doesn't mind that I'm talking about him. But you know, Dave J has decided to, you know, start booking his own stuff and and getting off the road a little bit because, you know, he is a father of four kids, and and you know. Not only is he working a full-time job, then he was leaving on the weekends with me. And I think it just, he needed a little break. So yeah. he took a little break, um, not, not from comedy, from the road. Yeah. Um, so this week we were, we were paired up and it was, it was just, this world is crazy. Oh, you were paired up with like a random comedian, you mean? Not a random. Act? So two weeks ago, I get a phone call and I'm like, man, I haven't heard from this guy in a while. Uh-huh. I've known him for 20 years, maybe more. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, I haven't heard from, uh, I call him Big Tim, right? Uh-huh. His name is Tim Lulis. Very, very nice guy. Very funny. Um, he calls me up like three weeks ago. And he said, Steve, you know, he goes, last time we worked together several years ago, you sat me down and you were very concerned about my weight. Uh-huh. He goes, you even like took me and we went walking and, and, you know, he goes, you really were trying to give me some pointers as to you know, get back into shape because, I mean, when I say he's a big boy, yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. I mean, big boy. Right. I mean, right now he's 375. Uh-huh. He's my height. Yeah. And anyway, he calls me and he says, I just want to let you know, this was month, uh, like a month ago. Mm-hmm. He says, I just want to let you know that, that, you know, you have always been in my head when it comes to my weight. And I always think about that. You put, you sat me aside Told me you were concerned, yeah. right? Um, he goes, but I'm doing something. That's a hard conversation to have with someone too, especially if you're not like good close friends that regularly see each other. That's a hard conversation. That's like a hard and awkward conversation to have after all this time, right? But yeah. but I've also as, as, no, but even to initially sit him down and tell him that no, but I I have made a decision in my life that that I I I do want to speak up. Right. And, and, you know, I have lost so many friends, especially in the comedy world to, to drug addiction, to alcoholism, to suicide, to, um, weight. 
Yeah. Right. So life on the uh, road. It's just a hard lifestyle. Comedian, it's really musician. Hard. It's a hard lifestyle. I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm not in great shape, but yeah. I do the best I can. I try. Right. Um, but I made a decision in my life that, hey, when I see somebody that I'm concerned about, I should express that feeling. Yeah. And offer any type of help I can be encouraging, try to help. Right. But it was really cool that all these years later, Luli's calls me and says, hey, man, I want you to know I'm doing something. Yeah. He goes, I'm losing weight. I'm working hard. I'm dieting. He goes, I finally lost enough weight to get the sleeve. Uh-huh. So he got the stomach sleeve. Yeah. Um, and he goes, I'm really proud of myself. He goes, I've lost 68 pounds since November. And I was like, wow. Wow. Dude, like, good for you. Yeah. Right. So we had that conversation. I said, you know what, man? I go, I miss you. I go, please keep me updated on your on your journey. Yeah. Right. Well, um, Dave calls me and says, hey, can you find somebody to fill in for me? I go, no problem. I call the club. I don't call Tim. Uh-huh. I call the club and I say, hey, w- you know, I don't have an opening act. Can you can you assign me one? It's Tim. That's awesome. It was Tim. That's awesome. And then Tim. That's, that's the universe going. Ding. Yeah. And Tim, Tim hits me up and goes, dude. Yeah. We're working together this week. I go, fuck yeah, man. I'd love to see you. So it, it was Where great. does he live? Uh, he lives in Virginia. Okay. He lives in Virginia. And he, he his home club is the Virginia Beach Funny Bone is where I met him uh-huh. 20 years ago. Um, and we just had a wonderful weekend together. And, and I'm really proud of the guy. And, and you can tell mentally where his head is. Yeah. Right? Like he's like, he's not uncomfortable talking about his weight. He's mm-hmm. not uncomfortable talking about... Um, the things that led him down that path, yeah. right? The the struggles, and you could just tell that mentally he's in a place where uh, he's admitting, "I have a problem and I need to fix it." Right? Yeah. And that that's the hardest part is is coming to a conclusion that oh man, I have to admit. Oh, I don't know if that's that the hardest part. The consistency is the hard part. But I'm really proud of him, and and we ended up. Hanging out all weekend. We took a great picture with the staff. We took a picture of me and him together. And, yeah. And it was just great to see him. And I, I didn't I didn't realize, number one, he's my age. Um, and he's been doing stand-up as long as I have. Yeah. Um, so I was just, I was just, it was just one of those moments where it's like, here it came <clears throat> coincidentally full circle. Yeah. Right. And it was just a great weekend to hang out with him. We went to lunch on Saturday. Well, Saturday was tough because we added a show. And I had a four o'clock show, a seven thirty show, yeah. and a ten o'clock show. I know. I called you. It was like two or three here. Yeah, and you uh, you're like, okay, I'm getting ready for the first show. I was like, what? Like it's daylight. first show. Yeah. Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm on stage because it's an hour difference. I'm on stage at three p.m. Yeah, sitting in a green room. But I mean, wonderful shows. A lot of great people came out. We had um. How long had it been since you had done that? Because it was a comedy club. I had done just a Wednesday. It was like it was like a, a connector to uh-huh. something. Routed with something else. <clears throat> Routed with something else. <clears throat> and I had done it like on a Wednesday and we ended up selling out one or two shows. Yeah. Decided to come back for the weekend and we ended up not only selling out four shows, we ended up adding that four o'clock show. But it was great. It was I, I, I really love I, I rather pack all the shows I can in on a Friday, Saturday uh-huh. and be home. Thursday oh, night. for sure. 
right? And be home Sunday morning. So, but also the stand talking about like the long game, the stamina to do three shows back to oh. back to back, and even the staff to like clear those people out, get another show in. Like that's exhausting. It's hard. It's not easy. And and but uh, for me, like, hey, I'm there to work. I'd rather be working than sitting yeah. in a hotel. Let's get it out. Let's knock it out. Let's have great shows. I want to go home. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, the time changed. But I also felt amazing um, walking on stage in Columbus because I was finally 100%. And last weekend, it was it was really hard for me to find the energy to smile and to, to look happy and not sick because I was really, really sick in yeah. Des Moines. Des Moines, I walked on stage and I was miserable, but I had to turn up, put my smile. And it's, I mean, I don't want to sound horrible, but yeah. it, it, it's hard. Like it is hard to, to be sick. I had a 101 fever. I was congested. My head was screwed up and it's hard to find the energy to go on stage. And power through. Well, and also pretend you're not sick, right? Yeah. Pretend that nothing's wrong. Pretend, you know. Which takes me back to uh, a very good friend of mine, Angelo, who has since passed of cancer. Um, God, I don't even know if I ever told this story. Angelo's one of these guys. New uh, York comic. Yeah. One of these guys I met years ago. And, and to me, he was like the older guy. Um, uh, Angelo Lozado was his name. He, he since passed from cancer. But um, uh, he was always the guy that I would call when I went to New York City so that I could hang out. I loved hanging out with him. Such good energy. Positive super energy. positive. Yeah. yeah. Did a few things on The Daily Show. Used to warm up the crowd for The Daily Show. Um, super positive guy. I, I'm doing Brooklyn. Uh-huh. And, God, Rick, you're going you're gonna to think this is funny. I'm doing Brooklyn. I call Angelo. I said, hey, I want you to work with me. He's like, of course. Yeah. I get there. He's walking towards me. And I'm like, damn, dude, you lost a lot of weight. You got fucking cancer? And he goes, I do. And I was like, what? You, Steve, I have stomach cancer. And I was like, oh my God. And then he started busted out laughing because he's like, the look on your face. He's like, you could have picked AIDS. You could have picked, picked crack. You could have picked yes, anything. He goes, you pick cancer. He goes, and the fucking look on your face to be able to look at you and go, I do have cancer. I'm like, oh, fuck, right? But we ended up having this really beautiful <clears throat> laugh backstage. Yeah. And he, he, at that time, had already been told that he was not going to make it. Yeah. You I remember know? you calling me. Oh. oh, I was heartbroken. But the courage that he had to come out and what even tripped me out even more, he went on stage. Uh-huh. Did his set, performed, yeah, never once mentioned that he had cancer. All the stories I'm like, I'm never because he's just such a sweet man. The story's gonna make me cry, but never once let the audience know that he had cancer and that he was dying. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. One, he was such a freaking class act. Yeah, walked on that stage, smiled, did his set the way he always does with positive energy and positive attitude. And then even at the end, even at the end, I would think that he would go, hey, you know, I, I have cancer or whatever, but it's total class act. Not yeah. only that, he goes, I know you want to go to the city. Uh -huh. I want to take you. He goes, I'll hang out for a few minutes 
because I don't feel well. Yeah. And then I'll go. Ended up taking me into the city, hanging out at the comedy clubs. And I'm just like, God, dude, this guy, within two months, he passed. Yeah. Within two months. And I just like, you know, what courage to go on stage. Yeah. You're two months away from dying. So you have to be bad. Yeah. And never made me feel bad. Total good energy. Did his set. And still was felt obligated because I had asked him to take me to the city yeah. and still took me to the city to hang out. I'm just like, wow, man. Yeah. Like that's gotta be hard. But, but you, you know what it's like to be on that stage. So that's his happy place. And he probably just felt like as long as he could still get up there and get on stage, he wanted to be able to do that. That made him happy. Well, that's the thing about, about Des Moines. The first five minutes I'm feeling sick. Uh-huh. After that, um, in it, yeah. And I'm not thinking about being What's well, the adrenaline, not, yeah. right? The adrenaline kicks in. Uh, and and then it's at the end <clears throat> when I'm wrapping my setup that I'm like, I crash again. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I don't I don't feel well. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I think of Angelo a lot. And, and you know, when I hear these comedians, um, and most of them are friends of mine and I know them, when I hear them bitch, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. You know, we, we, we tell jokes for a living. You get your ass out there and you do what you got to do. Yeah. And you do it well because the hardworking people of the world, you are their entertainment. You better fucking entertain. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such a roller coaster. You've talked about that too. In, this, in the same vein, you've said like, oh, I understand why someone might have responded that way. Like you've been traveling all day. You're tired, whatever. You just want a minute to yourself. Like they're like with anything, there are. Ups and downs, and sometimes you catch people on a good day, and sometimes you catch them on a bad day. We're human. Well, and everybody's reality is different, and everybody's perspective is different, and yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> everybody sees things the way they want to see them. You know, Kenny Rogers. I, I heard him do an interview. I don't know where he got it. You love I, Kenny Rogers. I, what well, is it about Kenny Rogers? He's a gambler, bro. <laughs> uh, but I heard him do. <laughs> The gambler. <laughs> I, I heard him do an interview where he goes, there's, there's, you, you, everybody is three people. Yes. Remember I told you that? Yeah, I've heard I, Everybody yes. is three people. It's who you think you are. <clears throat> yep. Who others, people think, who other, who other people, people think you like are. Like see you as. See you as. Uh-huh. And who you really are. Isn't that yes. crazy? Three different perceptions. Three, three different perceptions. Yeah. Who you really are, who you think you are, and who other people think you are. Yeah. That's crazy. And I think that's I think that's a very true thing to say. Wouldn't you? Sure. Sure. But um remember when we had um Sonny as a guest and he said you you are you don't have to be the person you are right now in this moment. I just thought that was really cool too. Right. You can be So that changes that. too. Yeah, I mean that's what I do with with Garrett Knightley. Right. Yeah. I, I go through his, this is what tomorrow's going to look like. This is what your week is going to look like. Yeah. And this is what your life is going to look like. Right. Right. And I'm constantly going through his day. You're going to wake up. You're going to have a, you know, have a great morning. You're going to have a positive attitude. School's going to be amazing. It's going to go by fast. You're going to defend and, and make sure that no weaker kids get picked on. I mean, I go through his day mm-hmm. and then I go, and it's going to be a great week. This is what's happening. I'm going to go on the road. You know, I go through the yeah. week and then I go through his life 
you're going to be a good man, a strong man, a hardworking man, a man that cares about others. And I go through all of that. And that's almost every single night with Garrett. Yeah. Putting those positive energies, putting those positive vibes, making him think about what his day is going to be. Right. Choosing. Well, and even making him feel or understand that he has the power to control that. That's the one thing that, that anytime they ask me to speak to kids Uh is, is me saying it is your body, it is your mind and you're in charge of it. Yeah. And you can choose to wake up and have a bad day or you can choose to wake up and have a good day. Nobody can control the way you feel. Nobody can control what you do and how you do it because it is your body and your mind and you can do and choose to be anything. Yeah. And as soon as you start blaming, well, I've got, you know, I don't have any money or we're poor or I only have a mom. I don't have a dad or I only have a dad. I don't have a mom. Well, don't blame that. You choose, you choose to have a wonderful day. Yeah. Right. So, um, tell us about our Easter plans because they're coming around the corner. About our Easter plans, we're hosting Easter at the house. I know. I haven't but decorated I have the no podcast idea. studio, but I started. I've got stuff piled up in the corner off camera that you can't see that I haven't had a chance to put out. Last year, I got in <laughs> trouble. Do you remember why I got in trouble? Um, because it was going on and on and we still had a piñata and we still had other activities to do and people were like ready to start leaving, but there was still stuff happening. So, so this year we've, we've decided that everybody has three perceptions of things, (laughs) the way Renee perceives it, the way I perceive it and what actually happens. And how you see it. Um, no, no, this year we will have kind of a running schedule of events to help keep us on track. She was like, why aren't we doing the piñata? We need to do the piñata right now. Actually, you just reminded me we need to get And I'm like, I'm like, we're playing kickball. Why are you playing kickball? It's piñata time. And I'm like, oh I talked God. exactly like I'm that, like, too. I'm, yes, that's Like how, breathing fire yeah. down your neck on Easter Sunday. That's it was, exactly what It was worse than that. It was worse than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being nice so that we don't fight. And then now you're starting shit. You are starting shit. I'm just telling I'm you. starting yes, shit. Yes. There's a way you perceive it, the way I perceive and it, the way and it really, really goes down. Um, no, I just want a schedule. I want you to give me, I would like things you to happen. You want a schedule? You never like schedules. But yes, no, I, think, I, want a I think schedule in this situation it'll be helpful. I personally do not want a schedule. I like to go willy-nilly, feel it out, have a good time. Just go with the flow, if you will. Well, but the and bummer is that people have school the next day. Like, we don't have off Easter Monday. I think some schools do because they, like, tie it into their spring break or whatever. But we do not have off Easter Monday. So we get in. We have fun. Everybody have a good time. And then everybody goes so they can get ready for Monday. So give me a schedule so that I can execute your schedule so that I can have a good time on Easter. <laughs> because I did not have a good time on Easter getting in trouble oh, by my wife. Oh, that's not no. true. It, it is true. not that bad. It, it was Renee, not that bad. Pouting. Hush. Stomping. <laughs> I'll go get the piñata myself. And she was dragging it out. Fucking. <laughs> yes, it is, dude. Yes, it is. See or no? Yes. Your memory. That's not true. That's exactly what happened. Um, so I want a schedule of events. Okay. For Easter so that I can follow your schedule. <laughs> fair so that enough. you can be happy so that I cannot get in trouble. Fair enough. Is that fair enough? That's fair enough. What are I you can doing? do that. We just no, talked I about was this. Just, well, I, we had a message from our nieces because we have your, it's spring break. So we've got family in town visiting and they sent us a message. But also just because I was looking where you're coming up after West Palm Beach. You're in Omaha and then it's Easter. I was checking to see how soon Easter really is. 
Um, so Easter's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. I didn't and, realize. And, and I should have gotten the decorations up. I was like, it's too early to put up Easter decorations. I've been telling you. I know. Okay. It's been driving me crazy. So every uh, every two weeks, I clean the garage spotless. And then another holiday's coming. So then Renee gets all of the decorations, all the shit, and puts it all over my garage. And then it just sits there for days. Because it's hard with Delilah to do it all in like one. It's a lot to do it all in one day. To pull it out of storage. To get it all put away where it's supposed to go. And we haven't, again, we haven't lived in this house long enough that I'm like, oh, this goes there. This goes there. Like, I'm still buying stuff for this house. (laughs) So I don't know where everything goes just yet. It takes a minute. So now I have all this damn Easter shit in the garage that is in the way, freaking everywhere. And then I go to Renee and I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't know about you, Rick, but I, I'm so afraid. I'm like, hey, um, so when do you think you might decorate for Easter? Like, and no she's one like, believes that you are afraid. I'm afraid of you. No, I'm no. afraid. So then I come up. I'm like, ma'am, and then I, I, I like, Shut I go like that, like, so she didn't hit me. Shut and then I'm your like, mouth. That I'm is like not that. funny. And I'm like, babe, um. Do you think that maybe you could decorate and get this shit out of my garage? That's that's how that's how I come. I'm like, um, well, well, it's not in the garage now. It's piled up in the corner of the podcast. And people wonder studio. why I started doing jujitsu. It is to defend myself from Renee, the peaceful way. That's not true. Um, so anyway, all this shit in my garage, and then what, then what even drives me more crazy? I have this beautiful bar. I have a beautiful bar in the living room kitchen area, and again. Covered with tubs. And, There's nothing and, on it right now. Mm-hmm. I took the tub off and put it in the corner of the dining room. Everything's like tucked hiding in corners until it can all oh. go up. Um, so what activities do you have planned for Easter? We'll do sack races. We'll have piñata. We'll do the egg hunt. Um, we decided, get, well, Garrett brought it to my attention that... Um, I want to know, do people cut off their egg hunt at a certain age? Like, is there an age when it's like, you're too big, you're taking all the eggs from the little one? Is there I think a cutoff we should, age? I think we should do like a a, We're, a, a a six and under egg hunt. Well, no, Garrett's seven. Yes, and then you do a seven to like teenager. And then you do an adult. Well, so last year we did the adult egg hunt with lottery tickets. But it seemed like the te- like the teenagers got in on that. They wanted right. to do that. So we were like, okay, so now we'll let the teenagers participate. And because we're gamblers, we'll let the teenagers participate in the lottery uh, egg hunt. But I don't know if I should do, like, we can do a little area for the teeny tiny ones, like three and under. Oh, you can do that. I, I think you should do four and under. Four and under? Yep. I think, I think that's a good idea to kind of do, hey, do not pass this area. It's at the same time if, as the egg hunt. Yep. So they feel like everybody go and the floodgates are open. But maybe we have like a little roped Taped off, off area. area. Okay. For so I, no, just can that. you text me that? Rope off an area. <laughs> rope off an area. Should be out there with a rope. I told you to freaking rope off an area. So, okay. Rope an area. Yeah. For the kids. What else do you have in mind? Oh, we also have the, um, the wooden spoons with the egg where you have to... Games and competitions. Yes. yes. Sack races. How did, oh, well, last year, poor Vicky, one of my girlfriends, was dressed in her cute Sunday best, and we did a real egg toss with a raw egg. Oh, no, we always do a real egg toss, yes. Which people really love it until poor Vicky took an egg to the head, like all in her hair, and she it's She had egg hot, on her face. And it's like She baking. had egg on her face. 
She oh, it. it was, I felt she was such a trooper. I had brought out all the baby wipes and she wiped but that's it. what it's about. She hung out for a bit. I think that maybe that needs to be the last game of the day. That so way if then someone people gets egg in the face, they can go home and shower. Keep it out of the hair. You've taught me that. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, you would ruin Easter Sunday. <laughs> what? And then what else? Piñata? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I think that's it. That's it? That's Are you sure? Lot. Well, the food, the food and the eating, right? Okay, make me a list of what you want to and do. The, and then if people want to stay and play kickball, then you can do. So kickball. my stuff goes. If uh, you, <laughs> Your stuff, the, the well, stuff no, you want to do if, we yeah, at the end when the people Easter leave. Stuff. At the end when people leave, then. No, you but can that do. way there's no like time limit on the game. You just I'm, I'm just concerned, man. We are, oh, we're so close. Uh, I want to get the patio done. I don't know if it's going to happen Man, now. We found out about a snafu yesterday the, the, with the roof and the stucco and the Well, they're here now. The things. stucco guys are here now. But I thought we had to have a roof. No. They, I, well, Gabe's figuring it out, but holy crap. I hope we get that done. I think for sure the casita is going to be done. Yeah. I think for sure the casita is going to be done, but the patio, man, I hope... And I've been forgetting to take pictures. We need to take pictures. I haven't been taking pictures out there either. So I'm hoping that yeah. the framer... Nice guy. I hope he said he would take pictures and uh-huh. I'm hoping um, contractor Gabe um, will also take pictures. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm very excited about Easter. I, I hope Rick and Gigi decide to come join us yeah. for Easter. Did y'all come last year, Rick? We did not. I think we ended up getting sick right before. Oh, that's, that's right. right. A lot of people got yeah. sick because um, Jake um, and his whole family got sick. That's right. That like the day before too. Yeah. Yep. Well, we would love it if you guys came out. Heck yeah. So where was, am I allowed to hunt for eggs? Did we land on that? I'm old enough. You can, you can do the, the adult, uh, lot, the lottery no, ticket. We'll hunt. have Rick hide the eggs in the trees. <laughs> where only he can reach. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> like a damn giraffe. He's, how tall are you, Rick? Six, four. Oh, six, four. <laughs> and, and isn't oh, that, but isn't that crazy to think like, <clears throat> Six six in the NBA is considered average or short. Would you agree with that, Rick? Oh yeah, yeah. When I played basketball, I was considered short. He was short. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Six foot four, he's considered short. Well, when you see their arm spans, those guys just have like massively long arms. It's it's unbelievable. Um, but I am excited about Easter. I'm excited about spring break. Garrett yeah. loves to fish. And he's been, I want to fish, I want to fish, I want to fish. So we are yeah. taking him fishing on on Thursday. Yeah. Um, but it's bougie fishing because we're with Papa Rich and Gigi and they have a beautiful boat. And then we do the 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 um, the whole spread and you know, yeah. food and the whole thing. And and then we, we go. And that's what I love about Florida. Deep sea fishing is like right there. Like yeah. You don't have to go. If, if you go deep sea fishing out of Corpus Christi, are Port Aransas, in order to get deep sea, you've got to go for like four hours. Yeah. Two hours yeah, of just gonna... cruising. Um, right. You just reminded me as you said that I should probably get some kids Dramamine to throw in the suitcase. Oh, remember that one time, poor Garrett. And it was our fault because he had fallen asleep on the ride out there. And then when he woke up, he was like, oh. Is got... that what it is? Does that yeah. like mess you up if you fall asleep on the... Well, because you don't, you, you're not gradually adjusting as you drive. 
Yeah. As you're going out and you're watching the horizon and you're doing things, you're gradually adjusting to the the somewhat of a of a the chop, motion of the ocean. Right. And then when you're asleep and you wake up and you're in the motion of the ocean, your body doesn't have time. In my opinion, I don't know if this is accurate, medically accurate, <laughs> but that is my opinion. Got it. As to what happens, but got it. Um, this comedy club, you know, it's called Off the Hook. Um, Captain Brian had it in Marco Island. Yeah, it is. It is one of those kind of weird, interesting clubs. Um, it's literally a fish restaurant, so, but it's so good. It's great for the food's great. Yeah, food's great. It it's just, not your typical. It's not your typical comedy club food. Well, but it's in. A, it's li- if you can imagine a nice fish restaurant, uh-huh. uh, seafood restaurant in a shopping center. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Which reminds me, isn't it there where we ate at the Italian restaurant that, that, that Pittsburgh Dan showed us? It was there, right around the corner. Oh, was it in Naples? No, it was in, what Florida city was it in? Tampa. It was close to Jupiter. Tampa. It was in Tampa. It was in Tampa. It was in Tampa. It was next to Side Splitters. Yeah. And I was all excited. But I love Naples. I feel like it's, it brings back so many memories of like, Early, you and I, before we were married. I feel like that's the first trip that you and I like took as a vacation together, kind of. Well, it really wasn't a vacation. We had to make it work. You were working, like, yes. but but that's what I mean. That's uh, you know, that's how we took our vacations. Um, anyway, that's how we yeah, if I was working, Renee but... could come and spend the whole check, and then I would go home and go, oh, <laughs> oh. like I got to make more money. I got to go figure this out. No, but um, that's like the first time we kind of went on a trip together and you were like, I'd never been to Marco and you were like, this place is so beautiful. You should come. Well, and then, you know, Captain Brian, um, what he, you know, comedy clubs have a condo Yeah. and he had a, he had a really nice condo that was on the water. So it was one of those deals. Where I'm like, you got to come. Like, it's like, it is like a vacation. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Marco's just. I mean, Marco's beautiful. And then we've just, I've just always gone or the kids have always gone. I think you've maybe gone there once or twice without me since then. I don't know if I've ever gone without you. Yeah, you have. One time you got, you met a fan that had this like oh, massive yeah. home. Jeff, Jeff Steele was Jeff there Steele with was you. Jeff Steele was with me. Yeah. And you were yes. like, Renee, we went and came to this fan's house and their house is crazy. Like, it was in, it looked like a hotel. That's what you kept saying. Yeah. This house, their house so, is like a hotel. Like th- that house still makes me feel poor. It is a, it is stupidly beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, I remember, and I think I ran into them. I think they're from Nebraska or somewhere, uh-huh. and I had ran into them, and they're like, "Hey, remember us?" And uh-huh. we partied, and and we went to my my dad's place, and I'm like, "I fucking remember. <laughs> I remember your dad's place. Like it was insane." But I also think that that um, because of because I traveled so much and I saw so much uh-huh. that it makes you believe you can do it, right? What do you mean? Well, you know, when you think about like um, kids that that don't make it out of the ghetto yeah. are are a bad situation. It's because the only thing they see around them is bad situations. Right. You know, they the don't... The example that right. something else exists. The possibility that something else right. exists. And yeah. that other people live like this and the belief... And I've always had that too where I go, if they can do it, I can do it. It's achievable. Yep. If somebody else can do it, I can do it. Right? If that person can go yeah. from nothing to here and talking to people and 
going to their homes or meeting people and them saying, yeah, yeah man, I'm a self-made guy. I did everything on my own. I just worked hard. For right. me, it, um, it's interesting that you phrase it that way because for me, it's like a thing of fear. If they're not afraid, I don't have to be afraid. Or they might be afraid, but they overcome <clears throat> that fear. Yeah. Right? So um, I do want to get ahead of things. Renee and I really want to do a special Mother's Day podcast. So we yes. have a few minutes left to talk okay, about. Okay, we've been we've been talking about this. Rick, we're thinking we we talked about doing a live podcast for Mother's Day last year. And maybe it's not live. Maybe it's No, not live. I don't think we do it live. Okay. I I mean, but that would be up to Rick, but I think we do it like a few days before Mother's Day, because it's always yes, on Sunday. Because I don't want to, but I also don't want to interfere with other people's Mother's Day plans. I think that we should do a um, uh, a flyaway giveaway for people not in Texas. A flyaway giveaway. Yes, so that they can fly into town. Uh huh. And then join us at our Mother's Day podcast. Okay. Like we would fly them in. Yes. We'd put them at the Mother's Day podcast. We would get a hotel for them. Yes. And they would get to come in and see it. But live. we're thinking brunch and mimosas and Bloody Marys. I'm, I'm thinking Los Fontanas. Uh-huh. And we set out a... a um, buffet. Buffet. Uh-huh. And then it is... They will pay... They will pay <laughs> for a ticket and the ticket gets them the brunch. Yes. Unlimited mimosas. And then that money will go to a woman's charity yes which woman's charity something we have female to figure related out. yeah or something with children since it's mother's day i mean i figure I, it out i also like you know helping jody and his wife out there in, in brian college station for the yes um, but i imagine a lot of the people who will be coming will be moms here in new braunfels so maybe cost of new braunfels something yeah you know but be able to donate the money to a a, a female cause Right. Yes. Um, and, and I would never, ever, ever discount all the great women who have joined our military. However, most of our combat wounded vets that we help from helicopter for, for heroes are males. Yeah. So yeah. to take this Mother's Day podcast, have a wonderful day celebrating moms, giving them a nice brunch. Maybe we do mariachis yes, before we I go up. It. Right. Yeah. Unlimited mimosas. All the moms get to come out. And we focus the whole podcast on moms. I love it. And what it means to be a mom. Yeah. What it means to be a stepmom, right? Yes. Maybe you have both. Maybe have my stepmom, <clears throat> my mom, your mom, my there, mama. You yeah. Know, um, asking them questions, uh, not together, because I don't think my mom and my stepmom can sit at the same table together. Because you want to see a fight. No, they, go down. no, at, at Thanksgiving or Christmas, they both went to Ross together. They, they, that was a huge, they step. bonded over their love of discount stores. Yes. I was, I was very impressed that see they, what shopping they, can do. <laughs> anyway, Rick, I want to get ahead of it. I, I think that the next not in studio show that we do yeah. should be a mother's day show. Yes. And I think it could be a afternoon. Yeah. Kind of a 10 AM brunch. Mm-hmm. Right. The moms come out and we don't even need the dads or the husbands, you know, just moms. A room full right? of ladies. A room full a of ladies. A female audience. Yep. And have a great podcast about the hard questions. Yeah. What is you it? You know what? I know people say they don't like it when we have guests, but I wonder, I feel like they liked it when we played the game with my folks, with daddy Raymond and my mom. So maybe they will be kinder and gentler to the guests if there are moms, you think? Maybe. I don't know. We got to come up with something cool. Yeah. 
Um, but I want to ask the hard questions too, you know, the, what is it to be a modern day mom in 2023? Yeah. You know, it, it's, things have changed and the definition, you know, of a, what is a good mom or a mom over the years has, has morphed and changed and what that role looks and like, what that role yeah. looks like. And, and the struggles of, of being a mom, you know, the, uh, being number one, being a woman yeah, and then also being a mom, <clears throat> You know, and yeah. trying to juggle your yourself, trying to juggle the kids, mm-hmm. trying to juggle your husband, trying to juggle a career, trying to juggle making sure that your kids do not fall behind in school. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much that, that a mom has to do. And I think I think that's exactly what I would like this podcast to be. Yeah. Right. Is a celebration of mothers, however, getting into the in-depth dissecting that motherhood yeah because you didn't want to be a mom it's not that i didn't want to be a mom that's like a huge statement i just um you were like you're we're having babies now or we're not and i wasn't quite ready and i don't know when i would have felt ready or if i ever would have felt ready um but i was surprised by how much i love and enjoy being a mom and you didn't want to be one. <laughs> uh, I think I just didn't. It changes a woman's life so much. Like you knew from the beginning that your role in us having children was to provide for them. Like I just think a man's role is so. Say it. For most people, a Say man's it. role is so clearly defined. Say what? You know your sole focus is to work, make the money, and bring it home. And then, That's not my sole focus. Well, I shouldn't say it's your sole focus, but that is your main focus and your priority, and that's what you get to focus on. And, and luckily, it is something that you love, but as a mom, you before you have children, you can't wrap your brain around all the things that you are going to have to worry about and be responsible for. Uh, look, all my point is that the the role of a mother in the past hundred to fifty years is has, super complex. It, it I don't think it used to be super complex. I think it has become complex. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> no, we literally when was this a couple of days ago had this discussion about a terrible article that some man wrote of course it was written by a male talking about like um the roles and duties of a wife and it was written it was written present day but it sounded it was it was a present day article sounded like it was written in the 50s no no it wasn't no it was an article from um, Good Housewives or something. Good Housekeeping? Magazine. One of those. Was it really an yes, old article? it was an old oh, article. But it said ridiculous things like, when your husband comes home from work, make sure the children are clean and in their room so it's quiet. Make sure the washer and dryer are not running when he walks in the door. God forbid the washer and dryer I mean, I mean, be Rick, rumbling I, I when mean, the husband hey, walks guy, through the door. That, doesn't that sound fantastic? <laughs> nope, not answering that one. <laughs> the wash is getting washed who gives a shit if the washer and dryer is on and rumbling it was the most ridiculous and all i'm saying ever. is is and imagine, like, hey, imagine Renee, read this imagine if i came home and said who who cares if the bills are paid or not 
I mean, just get over it. How's that the same? Anyway, that that's why I think it could be a fun podcast, and and that's why we should have a Mother's Day podcast. Again, pick that cherry. Steve, Steve's a male chauvinist. Here's a him saying he is. Um, uh, I I tried to go the whole show without it, but what is it? Do you um, have to answer it? Is it important? No, I'll call him right back. Okay. Um, but we love you guys. We are going to wrap it up. It, we uh, we love Pick Cherries as well. Please download the app. Old Salt Coffee this morning. Delicious as always. I know. I have mine right here. I'm drinking I'm drinking tea and coffee at the same time. Trevino 10 gives you a discount code. Yes. And we got to get these beautiful coins out in people's hands. Yeah. So I really, really want to start focusing on that. and doing If you a- sign up for a subscription and you use the code Trevino10, we have these beautiful custom Steve Trevino challenge coins because yep. he loves those coins so much. And we'll um, send and them we would your love way. to send one to you. And then, of course, Aztec Chevrolet. We're absolutely in love with those guys. They have become friends of us. And we. I, I'm telling you, if you want a, a, a vehicle, give those guys a shot. Not to mention, if you like Fahard, they also have a Ford dealership. Uh, and Goliad. So give those guys a shot. Aztec Chevrolet. Rick, as always, we love you. I think this podcast was fun. Yeah. Positive. You look beautiful as always, my love. Thank you. I love you, love you, love you, love you till the love day you. I die. That tank top looks awesome on you. Thank you, babe. I haven't worn this one in a while. It was in the very back, so I, I rotated it. I rotated it in to the mix. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>